Welcome, beautiful souls. You are tuned in to Love Human, Be Spirit. With us, I'm Amy, a 3-5 emotional manifester, right angle, cross of Eden. And I'm Monique, a 1-4 splenic projector, right angle cross of the vessel of love. And we'd love to invite you to join us while we talk all things human and spirit through the lens of human design. We'd like to offer you inspiration, information, and lived experiences while we're on this human ride together. So buckle up or don't, your choice. We're here to celebrate your uniqueness and our own and offer a perspective that allows us to lean into what makes us special, what makes us human. So let's do it. Get ready to laugh, cry, and everything in between. And we plan to have a lot of fun along the way. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Love, Human, Be Spirit. As always, we are super excited to be getting together today with you all and so grateful for all our listenership, new and old. We just love you guys and any and all feedback that we ever get. We just, you have no idea how much it just lights up our soul. So we're just appreciating and loving on you before we even get started today. We, um, you know, from time to time we sit and share, whether it is like on Zoom, over text, over the phone, some ideas that we're having. And this one had been simmering. Uh, Monique, beautiful Monique, had sent just some ideas in an email a while back. And we felt called to share this one today. So I'll let you describe what we're going to be covering today. Monique, how are you? Thank you, Amy. I'm good. Um, Thanks for that lovely message for our listeners, because it's so true what Amy said about how any feedback we've gotten and um, any reach outs we've gotten from this and any connections we've made through this and from this experience have all just like been so amazing and have made our heart feel our hearts feel very full. Um, time and time again. So I'm really glad that you started with that. And um, I second that and encourage uh, encourage anyone listening out there that if this um, really hits home for you in any ways to let us know that because it matters so much to us when we get to know that. I mean, it's, it's okay if we never get to know that too, but um, it's pretty awesome when we get to know it, right? So yes. And today we're going to talk about I mean, conditioning, really, I guess, but um, through uh, through one specific lens for each type, um, kind of, we're going to we're going to kind of hone in on. I, I, so I was thinking about the types. I was thinking about the different um, unique struggles or challenges that could come up with being each type. Right. And um, and how that could present and what kind of themes or patterns I've seen or experienced or noticed um, with each type, whether that's with people I know in our lives, uh, whether that's with people we've worked with or whether that's with ourselves and stuff we've shared with each other, our kids. Um, But we started to notice these patterns um, with each type. And there's one word that I kind of like honed in on and we're going to talk about each type through that lens and um I think that maybe you should do that part and get the words out right for each type yeah so that um so that left arrows can handle the specific parts of delivery here because my storytelling is great and all but um I would love for these words to get out exactly like I had them when I sent them to you so um I'm going to give you back the floor and then perhaps we can start um, with, with projectors, um, and, you know, switch up the order a little bit here if we want to, right. Cause we had talked about that before we hit record. Yeah. Before we hit record, I, I was really feeling called to first start with the non-sacrals. So the order, um, for anybody that's listening, um, we're going to kind of go in the order of, we're going to talk about projectors first, reflectors second, manifestors third, and then we're going to bring in the sacrals piece of it with generators and manifesting generators. Um, not the typical lineup and we don't like anything to be typical anyway. So, um, we're just going to do this however we want, like we always do. And so, um, in the lens of kind of the honing in on that one word for projectors, Um, Where we see conditioning is um, in the form of settling. 
settling as a projector. So um, of course you're the projector in this dynamic, Monique. So tell me how that feels for you or what had you feeling called to use, you know, that one word. Mm -hmm. So settling, excuse me, settling as a projector. um, It's just such a strong word for me. It's such a strong word for me. The idea, the the idea of settling. And I I think, you know, across the board, a lot of people can relate to the sentiment in terms of our lives and how we sometimes end up living them and how much we end up settling really. And not, um, I, I don't know, making up stories maybe for how this is okay enough to to suit us for our life um making us happy enough or whatever I did air quotes for that but um for me settling goes a lot of ways um being a projector and um and one of the things that I was talking to Amy about before we hit record today was um this idea of settling um, with with regards to the invitation. So like uh, if you're a projector, you know, or if you're not a projector, you probably know that our strategy is to wait for the invitation. And um, and that that's a whole nother conversation. But the idea of settling, how that plays together in my perspective is we are out here and we're, um, we, we get presented opportunities, we get invited, we get noticed, we are, our, our auras are designed to be recognized, there's spotlight kind of energy by certain people, right, not by everybody, but um, as this happens, if we're, one, if we're striving to get noticed by everybody, and, and we're unaware that we're not, not really designed that way, we're designed to kind of pull certain people in that see our value, that see our brilliance, that see our worth that can be added to their life by having us in it, right? Our ability to guide us, someone that sees the energy exchange and the value for it. Um, but, But if we're so we get these invites, they come at us, we're designed, that happens. If you're a projector, you learn human design, you look back at your life, you can see where you've been invited often, whether it's into friendships, into relationships, into um, jobs is a big one that I hear all the time when projectors notice or learn that they're projectors. And, it, and if we just, we don't realize that we're saying yes a lot of the time to these invitations, these things coming our way because because a lot of reasons, because one, we see them working out pretty well for others. It looks like from over here, you know, we're always looking at the other, right? Like, oh, that looks like that's going well for Jane over there or whatever. And uh, so I do the same steps as Jane or I try to, and I'm like, you know, and Jane happens to be a sacral or something like that. And we're, you know, I'm, I'm always, you know, and so then someone recognized me and I'm like, yes, I'll take it. And that's settling, right? That's not, uh, waiting for the invitation. That's why I said they play so well together because it's this kind of like fear that no one's going to notice if I don't say yes to this, that nobody else is coming after this. Uh, when we uh, kind of perform running fast speed type of, not saying projectors can't run on fast speed, but we run at a different pace than a lot of the world. And when we're not doing that, um, it's not sustainable. And we just, it's like we can't, we're too exhausted to even suss out whether we're settling or not. You know, we're we're too overcommitted and in 50 directions instead of mastering one thing at a time or where, you know, and um, all of that is conditioning from lots of ways. And um, and it's not, it's not, I don't think it's anybody's fault, really. It's just a matter of now hyper aware of never ever ever settling again especially when it comes to work for me because um success is our signature projectors work there's a lot of like things that need to flow a certain way to make i'm learning to make me feel like um like i don't know like i don't even like i would i would never like and now i would get like an invite that's like something that i might have quickly said yes to um, I would really, I think, receive it now and be like, no, that's not something for me. That would be me settling. That would be me um, quieting a part of myself or changing a part of myself or shifting or conforming or any of those other words. But um, that would mean settling. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not built like that. How, how will I uh, 
attract the right people with my spotlight aura energy if I'm settling you know I can't shine like that that's not that doesn't go together right so that was a lot about settling but I think that that's that's you know where my mind went with it and and I think that I think I think a lot of projectors feel like that I think that we've been um um really pushing ourselves to show up and perform in a way that's so not how we're built to show up and perform and without awareness to that it quickly becomes a feeling of less than and what happens when you feel less than you settle and um projectors are kind of here to feel like like we're meant to have hard to get energy you know it's like the opposite really it's like almost like the type of energy where it's like okay like I don't even need to say anything because if you don't recognize me there's no interaction here there's no point there's no need for me to even you know look that way right but when you do show me like that this is something that's uh you know you're drawn to me or whatever I, it's it's like immediate right we get to jump right in and um and that's a different experience than any other type it just is you know we're jumping into the other the other sorry go your turn <laughs> no, I just so I, I'm grateful that you you know let yourself navigate all of that and I think there's a lot of delicious information in there for you beautiful projectors or and not or and those of you that have a projector in your life, hopefully this is empowering you to see this a little bit differently. And I I love just hearing some of what you were saying. And then of course, I want to wrap it up more. I want to like refine it a little bit for myself. My three left arrows want to do that. And it's like, you know, oh, this is good enough. You know, I, I was kind of recognized here in this. Mm -hmm. I, I want to be recognized and acknowledged. So, so this is, this is good enough for me instead of grasping onto the depth of what could be possible. And, you know, the, the brilliance that you guys offer, um, and, you know, just the way that you see into others, not giving yourself the space to be invited into that magnitude so that, all of that can flow out, you know, mm -hmm. and um, so settling just seems spot on for that one. So if there's a projector out there or you are in partnership or a relationship or have someone in your life, in your business or something that's a projector, um, maybe this gets to create some great awareness to check in with them, you know, and mm -hmm. um hold space that they're not going to be settling for themselves going forward. So. Yeah. And it's just, it's such a tricky dance. I, I say this to project our clients all the time. And I say this to myself because we're so here to know the other, right. We're so intrigued by the other it's, it's all, you know, we really are curious about the other. And so when the other pays us some mind, pays us some attention, we're like, Oh, <laughs> great you're paying attention to me awesome that's what I really wanted and um and then we're we're really um want to use the right word we're really quickly in that moment could be conditioned to um quickly appease or just you know fall in line yeah. or with whatever is being just a, a bit recognized in us like you said um, appeasing or, is a form of you know, settling good enough recognized right? or yeah whatever. appeasing is a form of yeah, settling. exactly yeah exactly and, and and right and and within that we detach from ourselves now and our, and our ability to um trust ourselves and and um and know what where our um gift lies you know it's not in the doing ever for a projector right it's in our insights and we can't get insights if we're doing all the time right. I say that all the time too to project your clients like we uh I, I really encourage you if you're a projector to lean into some of the just being part just be mm -hmm. and watch what happens because um you get to be more rested and with that gets more awareness and insights on what is aligned and what isn't for you and it start you start to be able to like notice that quicker um and god I could think back to like just just a few months ago where my perspective on like uh on, on something I may or may not have settled on 
you know, would have gone differently. I mean, you know, it's just with every decision I believe that you make as a projector where you say no, where you turn something down, um, it's almost just as powerful as all the yeses as a projector because you start to really, one, trust that it's okay. Get, you know, get comfortable. There's another invite coming, like always. <laughs> That's how we're built. Um, so I don't ever have to worry about that. You know, and maybe sometimes a lot come in and sometimes, you know, fewer, but um, it just, you have to, you have to be able to be aware and be, you know, use your projector um, insight to see the invites, maybe sometimes to see the right people recognizing you um, and where that's taking you. Right. Yeah. And uh, all of that. Yeah. Love so it. beautiful, beautifully shared. Thanks. How about reflectors? So, um, so maybe the conditioning, not maybe, the word that you honed in on, which I just mm -hmm. just spot on for reflectors is attachment. Attachment and, as a yeah. reflector, yeah. And, you know, uh, you beautiful reflectors are meant to have this amazing daily, hourly, you know, whatever you choose of sampling. Mm. And if you're really in the energy of sampling, then you're not attached to anything when you do it. It's really, you're in it for the experiment mm. and you're in it for um, like the surprise, right? That's the signature. And, and so if you're busy being attached to conditioning yourself to believe there is a supposed to be a certain outcome or a certain way or um, a certain pattern, you know, like we say, the, the worst thing that a reflector can do for them. One of the worst things is, you know, think that whatever they did that day, they have to do the next day. There's, you know, some kind of consistency. Well, that's the opposite of sampling as well. There's no yeah. consistently in sampling. And therefore, if you're conditioned to believe that you have to be attached to something, like you were really into this thing yesterday, or you really enjoyed this environment yesterday, and you hold yourself to, God, I was in such a good mood. I must do that again tomorrow. You're missing out on what you're meant to be doing, which is the sampling. And the right. conditioning might mean that oftentimes comes from outside of us, right? We know that's where conditioning comes from. And um, someone else projecting on to you beautiful reflectors. Oh God, you were like your best ever at that yesterday. Mm -hmm. Oh man, you were so fun to be around. Oh, you, it was so fun to witness. And so then they think, oh, wow. Somebody else experienced me a certain way. I, I must do that again, which right. is a form of attachment. Right. And instead of letting us see all the beautiful ways that you sample and then clear out so that you can be available to sample and have those surprises and that delight and that wonder and not be attached to the feeling, the experience, the experiment, the environment, any of those things that you did in your sampling process. Um, it just, yeah. I think the world has so many expectations on um, patterns and habits and ways of doing things. <sighs> And of all the types, you are not meant to do that at all. You little 1% right. unicorns, um, no attachment, you know, like, yeah. and I, I often invite myself with my um, emotional way being a lot about expectations is not being attached to any specific outcome. And that helps me understand how this might feel for you guys thinking, how can I release that? And only you can discern how you can best invite yourself to connect with if you're feeling attached. And so again, you know, our listenership here, if you're a reflector or you know someone that is, really be aware and attuned to if you're witnessing you projecting some level of attachment on them. If, you know, if you have a loved one that's a reflector or you as the reflector is something outside of you telling you that you do need to attach, it's just, it's not for you. That's just, um, that's for you to find the way that best serves you to release for sure. Yeah. I, um, I love everything you said about that. And, um, I just think that, you know, part of why I really wanted to do this episode is these words, you know, although we're talking about them type specifically with regards, you know, each word 
um, corresponds to a type we felt like stronger kind of than than the others. But also these words again apply to us all. Like you just used a beautiful example in terms of your emotional wave, how you practice. Um, I've been having a hard time with the words lately. I was gonna say disattachment, but that's not the right word there. Um, not being attached to your outcomes. And uh, I was going to say that, you know, I, I practice um, un unattachment. What is wrong with me? Um, is that the right word? You know, I feel like we can just make up words, Monique. Thank you. I know. I just, I don't know why it helps you. I, you know, that. I tell you a lot, like we're just going to do whatever the fuck we want. So I, you can say anyone. I practice want. being, I practice not being attached when it comes to emotions uh, a lot nowadays, um, because that's something that I used to attach myself to deeply. Every experience, every emotion I felt, it was very, very much like a part of, of me. And, um, and I, I, um, so the, I just, these words, have value within our type context here and I think beyond that um because I think everybody could think about settling in some ways in their life I think everybody could think about attachment and where you might right but as a reflector like what you were saying um I imagine that you know I, I said this recently on an episode that reflectors are the oldest human design energy type and I just picture this like my inner vision quickly pictures pictures a world where it's mostly reflectors a long time ago before things came about and uh it was simpler right and so they were sampling having these experiences being unattached to them and it was easier to do that but gosh imagine in today's world being a reflector and sampling everybody that you're around and their stuff and yes reflectors you have this beautiful built-in ability to kind of um know what not to sample for you like your org kind of does that for you because of all your openness but it's interesting um to think about what that experience might be like for me because i picture god that's a lot of um a lot of sampling there's so much around us in today's world right which is why often reflectors the advice is take a lot of time for yourself take a lot of time when making decisions take a lot of time away from others clearing out all of those things are always um so helpful for them because you you're really meant to vibe at this like i picture like high vibe reflect reflectors like guru style like buddha style you know they're just like looking around they can see all the all sides of everything you know everyone and you know not the same way a projector can see things you know at all not like that um you know projectors are very focused on one thing right we're kind of like phew. they're looking at everything and they're sampling everything everyone every experience and then a few hours later the transits change and they could be doing the same experience with the same people and it could feel totally different right i mean that's a trip that's gotta be a trip that's like wow you better um man if there was one thing i would say hold on to it's not being attached to things <laughs> real you yeah. know get attached to that or to, to to experiences like you said really allowing yourself the time and space to go through them and let and, and it to be okay for it to be you know completely different tomorrow um and so wow the conditioning that's not given you know around that in this society you know we're taught that that's inconsistent and that's not you know, strategical and all those things. And um, God, I just, I imagine like a quad right projector, uh, reflector somewhere out there listening. And, uh, you know, that is a flowy freaking human. Yeah. That is somebody that is here to really just like, you know, and, and, and again, it's, this is, this has a lot to do with um, just makes so much sense. You know, you're such an expansive type. I feel like as a reflector, if you're aligned, you're really living into the um, experience and sampling and and you probably have like lots of different groups that you do that with as a reflector and you can probably jive with all of them. A lot of the reflectors I know are kind of like that. And, and, um, and, oh shoot, I lost my train of thought. I knew it was going to happen at some point. Um, <laughs> and they're like doing this sampling. What was I saying? Uh, yeah, I lost it. Do you remember? Probably not. 
Yeah, I didn't see inside there what you were saying. You didn't. (laughs) Sometimes it feels like you can. So that's why I always ask. Um, All right. Well, reflectors, I don't need to tell you. You're the freaking gurus. You're the ones seeing all the things, all the perspectives, all the ways in which we can do PhD. What I I think the gist of what I'm trying to get at here is that that's got to be overwhelming too in this life experience Mm -hmm. where we're at now. Vitally. Yeah. Um, and, and, uh, so I, um, yeah, attachment as a reflector has got to, I think, be one of the things that you put in the forefront because you are here to feel surprised and in awe of what life has in store for you and what this experience has for you. And, um, and you've probably been here like a lot of times already. I feel like, I feel like they're always like old souls like that I don't know they have like eyes like that it feels like they've kind of seen this before to yeah. me and the ones I know you know my last thing would be attachment feels as if it would dilute the power of surprise and wonder of all their sampling you know so uh, say that again it feels as though attachment would dilute the power yes of the surprise and the sampling that's meant to be experienced yeah. So, um, we don't want you yeah. to, we just don't want you to loot in that because it's just, it's so amazing. Yeah. Okay. So to our last non-sacral energy type, the manifester, this one, manifestors, yeah, and manifester, this one hit home big time. So, um, you know, conditioning that shows up for manifestors in the form of conforming conforming. I don't even like that word. It was hard for me to even say, I kind of felt like I was going to throw up in my mouth a little bit. So, um, uh, conforming (laughs) is the opposite of freedom and peace to me. Conforming is the opposite of being a trailblazer and initiator and doing things in ways that have never been done before. Conforming would just piss me off. I, um, definitely can reflect on a bunch of ways. Monique and I were talking before, we hit record like we always do. And I was sharing, you know, just a snippet of my grievances in my corporate life. And, you know, there were expectations that were had upon me, um, you know, being the first of many female in my, you know, female to come. I mean, I'm talking years ago, you know, I was, I graduated from college early when, and I was only 21 and I got into my field where it was predominantly um, male you know, and so they didn't know what to do with me as their first female. And I was expected to conform to the ways they did things. And um, newsflash, that's never going to work. And I was already a mouthy little thing anyway. And now I see that um, it was completely conditioning to have an expectation that I was supposed to do things the way they'd always been done, or um, it would be too bold to try to blaze a different trail. Um, and, 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 you know, in this instance, I'm talking probably a lot more from a discriminatory perspective from my age, my gender, you know, all the things, but, you know, here we, let's flash forward to 2022. Some of that bullshit is still out there, unfortunately. Um, but I'd still see, you know, oh, come on, Amy, we can just do the da, 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 da. And, you know, I literally want to say, fuck your face. This is what I'm doing, you know? And it just feels, mm, um, it makes me angry, right? Like my blood pressure is going up right now. I feel like I need to turn my fan on, you know? And uh, having those expectations that we as manifestors are meant to do things the way they've always been done or the way that others do them dilutes our power right without without question it just it it just makes me feel as though and you know before I even knew I was a manifester um especially not knowing this I mean I found out the same year that I left my corporate life but you know I had people telling me how to do how to you know be a coach in you know either the online space or how to do this and how to do that and some of that came from, you know, the education that I got. And it wasn't, they were saying, this is the only way to do that. Thank goodness. That's thankfully the space, you know, if we're in a spiritual space, we're not taught that. But if you talk to somebody in the marketing world, that's trying to get you to do something a certain way, um, you know, or how to set up and schedule your programs or how to, you know, you have to have a brand and these kinds of things. None of that. It just never felt like it fit. Never. It just, 
And I thought, God, you know, here I am. I'm, I'm told often how stubborn and rigid I am. And I think that's because I just was never willing to conform. I just, and, and then in the times that I have, ah, oh, I feel like I di- I'm dying inside. I mean, I've texted you before Monique and I've been in a, you know, social event. I'm like, fuck, I feel like I'm dying. I've already done this in my life. The three in me, this isn't exciting. (laughs) I'm not trying anything new, but really it's because it's like, come on, Amy, we're all doing this. You can do it too. And it has just never really felt good to me. And I just, any of you manifestors that are listening or in partnership with a manifestor, you're really dimming your light. And there's only eight or 9% of us out here that are meant to be blazing the trail, helping others see that there are other ways that it can be done, initiating new things into the world. And if we're busy being told to conform, we're going to have a lot of same sameness for a long time. Yeah. So it just, when you shared that, that was the word you wanted to hone in on. I was just like, man, you nailed that one too. Big time. How'd you know? And then I was immediately pissed about it. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're feverishly writing. Look at you. No, I'm, I'm not. I I knew you were going to think that though, too. I'm not, I'm doodling because I'm thinking a lot while you're talking. Um, I, uh, I, I just, um, I really like a lot of what you said, because especially towards the end, um, when you were talking about how it dilutes your power mm. and your impact. And, um, um, I think that, that, that conforming is like the thing, maybe we should preface this episode with these might be triggering words for each type. Now that I know what kind of anger it's brought up, but you know, I mean, really because settling is a bit triggering for me as well. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And I can imagine that attachment will be for a reflector, but right? Like, you know, you hear me say this, we can do whatever the fuck we want. I have people that I work with and that I support and that I get to serve and that I love. And they're like, but Amy, don't I, shouldn't I I'm like, should, oh my God. I just want to remove that word from our vocabulary that, you know, shouldn't I do it this way? Or isn't this the way it's supposed to be? And I'm forever and always going like, I don't know, is it? I mean, does that even feel good? You can do whatever the fuck you want. You're the CEO of your life. You're the CEO of your business. And maybe that is a lot as it relates to who I am, my energy type and how I know I am meant and called to show up in the world. But that is the absolute opposite of conforming right? Well, this is the way it's always been done. Cool. You go do that. I'm going to be over here blazing a fucking trail and doing it my way. And it does. And, and, you know, and I trigger people sometimes I'm sure with that energy that, you know, they think they have this system and this system is going to be the answer to their everything. And I'm like, or the system is all within you and you (laughs) to, you know, lovingly uncover it as you decondition from all the other stuff outside of you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's just, I, um, what do you think that there was like, can you think of times in your life that you conformed that you didn't realize you were conforming? Yes. Like, yeah. Yes. I wonder, yeah. I wonder in motherhood, right. How I uh-huh. thought the image, the things that right. I was doing, where I was giving my energy attention. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I just think that that's, it's just the number one way to shut shut down your magic as a manifester. It truly is because you're just not here to do things the way that they've been done um, a million times. Like it's I almost mean, like a like a like a cue if you're doing something and it looks kind of crazy and it's like everyone's like, "Wow, I don't know what that chick is up to." And you're a manifester, you're probably doing a okay because you're gonna it's gonna look trailblazy it's gonna look initiating it's gonna look impactful it's gonna look different it's gonna look mysterious it's gonna look um repelling to some and and enticing to other to others you know manifestors and projectors share this great quality we're not for everybody (laughs) neither are you right our types are are unique in that way i feel like the the generators and the mansions and the reflectors are more uh, able to play with multiple people at one time. Especially <laughs> mansions. God, I witnessed that with my. Oh yeah, they get. Partner. They're like gold. That's why I want to be. That's why that's my number one for next life. Next lifetime, the ability that they have to like 
play like with everyone at the same time is just incredible to me. I just I, I just realize it's so much more now in myself how much of a one one on one person I am, you know. And um, and in your case, I think with manifestors, I think it has a lot to do on your I was going to say your mood, but and I guess that's associated to your urge, but like where you're at in your you know, are you in your, um, are you climbing that, like something's about to pop off part in your, you know, or are you in a rest period? Cause that's going to look a lot different, um, you know, on, on and my energy level for sure, you know, and right. just, um, exactly. what I might be craving in that moment. And then just, yeah. you know, also being comfortable with the Irish goodbye, just tapping out, right. not feeling like right. I need to declare it, defend it. You know, I think, uh, you know, in recent years, some of the, you know, most um, uncomfortable feedback I've received that um, is probably in my relationship, you know, with, with my, with my boyfriend is, you know, we're together living apart and um, God, there's a lot of scrutiny on that. There's so much yeah. scrutiny because we did live together for a while and, you know, and, you know, there's just a lot of people that don't understand that because the conforming thing is, is you get together and I don't know, you fucking get married or stuff. I don't know what, I don't, I don't live in those, that world of those. You don't even know what it is. To well, but because I just like, why, why, why do we have to have it? you know, why do we have to believe it to be that way? Because my relationship is between he and I and what anybody else thinks, quite frankly, is none of my business. And as long as I'm good with it and he's good with it, then everybody else can just, you know, busy themselves in their own. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm it's not going to conform to societal's expectations of how something is supposed to look so that it pleases others. I'm just, I'm never going to do that again in my whole life. I've already mm-hmm. lived that and it was exhausting and tiring and you can tell how much it pissed me off. So I'm, I'm not doing it again. <laughs> it's so crazy. Um, uh, I, I wonder if other manifestors listening are feeling the same things coming up inside them. It's like, I can almost see things coming up inside you as you're talking right now. Like sleeping um, in the same and- room. Why? Why? Yeah. Because everybody else does. Great. I'm not everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 9%. I'm 9%. Guys, so I'll be over here doing it my way. I mean, really, let me you tell you, use, me doing it my way will excuse. benefit you. Exactly. You. That's the thing. Well, that's the thing that conditioning doesn't teach. So, you know, let's talk about that conditioning for any type, right? We're very all taught to conform. We're all taught to homogenize ourselves into, in one way or another, we're taught that in school, we're taught that from our friends, we're taught that from our families, we're taught that from our job culture environments, we're taught that from loads of places to conform and homogenize and fall in line and all that shit. And I have to um, agree with you where that's something that I've never really loved doing either. Mm -hmm. Um, Conforming, you know, I went to private Catholic school my whole life. I I uh, dropped this on you a lot. It was always about like, I don't know, in some way, like, like picking a fight over what we were all conforming to, you know, that was a lot of my, a lot of the memories and and fights I stood up for in my younger years in classrooms revolved around that theme. Like what? That doesn't make any sense. We can't all just be doing this because you said so. That's crazy. Um, I never like, liked the that. The Bible is stories. You get that, right? I don't know. I've just been a person that's always loved to question things and look at things in this way, and conforming doesn't align with that. So, right. right? But uh, that's me. And, but I've also conformed very much in my life in so many ways. And, um, and I don't like that word either. So, um, I feel you on it. And I, I, I just imagine the infused anger behind it as a manifester. <laughs> I wonder if others out there listening. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a it's a place where manifestors needn't live in conform land. It's just not for you. Right. It's going to dim your magic. It's going to dim your sparkle. And it's going to, uh, like we often say, the people that are for you, people you're here to have impact for, they're not going to be able to find you. They're not going to be able to see you right. if you're not you know setting the thing on fire for the first time or whatever the saying is. Right. Um, but you know, it's like, you have to stand out to have impact, right? All the people that have had impact have stood out in some way. That's how that works. And um, as a manifester, that's part of the gig here. Plus, as I always remind you, Amy, and all the other beautiful manifestors listening, you have a direct connection to source. <laughs> Why would you need to conform with a direct connection to source? 
let's be honest, if I had a direct connection, that's because some teachings say kind of put it like that for manifestors. That's where their urges come from, right? It's like direct. That's why they're here to initiate have impact or whatever. I personally love thinking about it like that. And, um, and yeah, how could you possibly be meant to conform? And if you're built like that, that's just crazy. So yeah, conforming for manifestors, not where it's at. Nope. Uh, and I turned my pain on, so I'm good now. My blood pressure Great. goes down. So I am ready to move on to the beautiful sacrals. How about you? Okay. Let's okay. do um let's do manifesting generators first because okay. I feel like if they've listened to these three before them. Yeah. Oh wow, you are you're you're doing it, man, Jen. Wow. I like just I love that because usually I feel like we start with sacral types a lot first because, hey, sacrals, you're here to know yourselves, right? We say that all the time, right? You're so the you majority, wanna... right? You're yeah. also the majority. So we want to speak to you, but yeah, so yeah, we do. conforming for a manifesting generator, I pray my partner listens to this, like pray he does. I'm just trusting he is. I'm initiating him to do so, but it is all about staying quiet and people pleasing. So what are the words? What are, what is the staying quiet? and people pleasing that's how they staying quiet and people pleasing as a manifesting generator yeah okay staying quiet and people pleasing yeah that sounds terrible for yeah me. i mean they, <laughs> they they also you know have a beautifully defined throat and much like generators they're conditioned right yes which falls into people pleasing yeah and Boy, if that doesn't dilute their significance and their, you know, I just, I just see manifesting generators as these beautiful people that just sprinkle their brilliance from one thing to the next. I think of them as the Tasmanian devil. They stop here and they light everything up and, and then they're like, yeah, I'm done with that. And then they just swoop on to the next thing. And then the people that are left behind in the dust are like, woo, thank you for doing that. But man, that was fast. And then they move on to the next thing. And you yeah. never know from one thing to the next that they're going to do. And they really do have this beautiful power to also, you know, have some informing, you know, um, but if they're busy people pleasing and staying quiet, God, I mean, yeah. they, that has to be like, feel so stagnant and suffocating. And, uh, I just, I feel like they just will implode, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. I just think that like, God, even I can, I just thinking about the manifesting generators, manifesting generators in my life, like in my close personal life and what staying quiet might do to them. If <laughs> it might, they might explode. Yeah. They're just not, they're not here to stay quiet at all. Um, they're, they're, you're, if you're a manifesting generator, you have a connection from your throat to your sacral, to, like either directly or in some other way that's that's what makes you that type and how could you possibly be meant to stay quiet with a sacral to throat connection you have the biggest motor in the human design body graph is connected to your throat in some way through some center that's incredible shit that's a lot of energy that's ready to pop out of your mouth man john and um and and by that's why often you hear that man um, that MGs are meant to inform too, like Amy yes. said, like a yes. little bit like a manifester because of, and your description was great, by the way, <laughs> Tasmanian <laughs> devil, but jumping around the, whoosh, ooh, whoa, that was fast type of thing is that's the thing is like, it's like y'all move fast too. It's fast. And so, um, as I mean, as a projector, like I said, that's why like, I'm like, whoa. And, uh, I use my, my friend in boss, Danielle, is this example all the time. She's five one sacral manager who owns, you know, businesses and does a bajillion things and travels everywhere all the time and has like a million, like just every day. He's like this every day. And she is living her best mansion life <laughs> all the time. Oh my gosh. She is just such a prime example of that because um it does suit her. And, you know, and I think if you're a manager out there, she, I don't think that she spends any time thinking about staying quiet. I'm pretty sure I'll ask her, but I'm pretty sure like every, she's a talker. You know what I mean? Manjad's your talkers. You're here yes. to talk. Yes. It's like what, I mean, if you're being very, very, very quiet as a manjad, I'm going to, I'm going to ask why, if I'm giving you a reading, I'm going to ask you why. 
um, because I think that there's a reason there or a deep conditioning maybe that needs to be like popped open. Yeah, projectors love to, projectors love to poke at stuff like that. <laughs> poke, um, but yeah, I just can't picture it. I cannot picture being aligned as a manifesting generator, finding uh, for your aura to work and draw the things to you the way it's supposed to, like a beautiful magnet, like the beautiful generator and man gen aura share. How could that be if you're quiet? And, um, you know, there's some power in your voice, just like a manifester. Say the words, experiment with that, because that staying quiet is like, put a big X over that. It's just yeah. not for you. Not for you. You're, you're designed to have a, a voice and it's connected to a very powerful battery. And the people pleasing, like you said, um, you still man have that aura of generator you share that with them right your generator type man meaning your aura is open and enveloping and friendly and uh porous and um you're you, that that's uh that's not the same as a manifestor's closed aura that's that's built to sort of not people please, if you will. I mean, I'm not saying that can't happen if you're a, a manifester. Of course, we just talked about how conforming is very possible, but, and people pleasing goes with that. And Amy, you've talked a lot about how people pleased in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying that's not possible. I'm, I'm just saying also that if you're an MG and um, the, the propensity to want a people please might be more there with that generator type of design. You know what I'm saying? And so you because might you be can. fighting. Yes. You right. can do the things. You do you have can. the energy to do the things. The energy, right. And right, you right. do have that enveloping aura that you're going to attract yeah. the people that see that in you. And you want to say yes because of that aura. And you're friendly and all that. You want to like, yeah. yeah like, but but the, the thing is, is if you really sat with it and took a deliberate pause and checked in with yourself, depending on your authority to know, do I even really want this? Right. Does this excite me? Is this the way I want to use my energy? Because you beautiful humans have this life force energy that yes, just because you can, doesn't mean that you do. Right. Because you can. Yeah. And, and, you know, if you're an MG listening, yeah, we often talk about man gens with having the most energy and the ability to do the most things and stuff like that. And right now I just popped into my mind, a few people that I've looked, um, done charts with that are MGs that had, um, two or three centers can you have two centers as an mg yeah trying to think of the i thought configuration so. it has to go from the same yeah you could have a safe yeah, that's it yeah. the 34 yeah. uh 20 yeah. and mg and you could have only two centers defined so if you're an mg out there listening and you do have only two centers or there was somebody in my mind that i was thinking of that had three that had the three in the you know, the safe road, the G throw, boom, 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 that's it. Yeah, that means you have not a root, not an emotional, not, not a spleen, not, that's a lot of openness still, right? So um, although you're here to really have a voice and not people please and not stay quiet and all that, um, yeah, like just consider your aura too. Don't forget about your aura, MG, a little bit is what I want to say. You know, um, it might be a little bit harder to, to fight the urge to people please, if that makes sense, you know what I mean? with your friendly ass self. See, right. I see MVs, they're so friendly, you know, like all the ones in my life, I love them, yes. you know? Um, and, and that's and- also how sometimes you get took for a little bit. Yeah. You know, we can feel your sacral energy. We can feel it, you know, not just we, but like everybody. Yep. It's it's enticing, you know, a lot of the time. People want to ride that, you know, it's like- Heck yes. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, just like that's something to- Staying quiet and people pleasing as an MG is only going to shift you, I think, a little bit further away from your path to a beautiful alignment with that design. Yes. And I, and the last thing I'll say about that is that you said it beautifully. If you are an MG or have an MG in your life and you find that either you or they are quiet, get curious, get curious with them, empower them to maybe. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Yeah, for sure. Because I do. I think that's clearly you're out of alignment, right? There's something. There's literally got to be something going on. So, 
Yeah, you're built to talk. Talk. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, Amy and I are kind of built to talk a little bit too. So well, we get we it. Create, we make an MG together. So right. we're going to be chatting. Together, we're rarely yeah. made to talk. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> generator. Yes, you beautiful generator. All the other types before you. Yeah. Um, also, a little bit hard to do for generators too. I mean, I know a lot of generators that I thought they were man gens before I pulled their charts, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so there's, you know, there's so many nuances we know this with the with the charts with the layers with how deep they go but um even within man gens and gens right that's why we that's why it, it started being referred to i think as a, as, its own, as separate categories at some point right but generators what's the what's the word amy what's the word for generators the word in the way that um you were offering up how they um can be conditioned is they initiate Oh, initiating. Mm -hmm. Isn't it funny that I forgot every single word until you said it again right now? <laughs> I literally couldn't think of what it was until you said it. I'm just as surprised this time as the last time we talked about it. Hey, right arrows. How you doing? Um, <laughs> what? I wrote these words. Anyway, initiating as a generator. Oh, God, this is a hard one. You start. I don't want to start this one. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I, when you were sharing that about MGs and I have a lot of people in my life that are generators and, you know, my daughter's one, her partner's one. I have a lot right. of clients that are generators and um, it's because you do have this beautiful life force, of course. And, um, I think you have this ability to really focus, which is different than a man gen. Yeah. And so, and you have this beautiful ability to build the whole damn thing, you know, like you could from start to finish because of your ability to focus. And so of yeah. course you might feel called to initiate it and you might feel like, um, you, I, I hate that word should, but like, um, yeah. Yeah, no, but should is yeah, like yeah. you know, God, you know, I, 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 I have the energy to do the whole thing. Let me just put it out there too, and um, it really dilutes again, you know, the conforming to do that. I wish I had a perfect example right now. I just don't. Where, um, well, the conditioning runs so deep. Here is the thing too, because as again, I'm gonna say all types we're all taught to initiate we're all taught i was yeah. initiating a lot of my life a lot of my life i was trying to initiate i mean i was i was really trying to live my best generator man gen life right as a projector <laughs> neither type none of those types are really here to initiate right amy's type manifestors are here to initiate man gens you initiate a little bit too we'll let you i guess but generators and projectors and reflectors we just we're not really here it's we let the things come to us yeah you know generators get to use this too you know in in human design often there's a, this reference to the projector's unfair advantage um it's called and it's like a little bit of this whole like you know we get to wait for the invitation and we get to like play hard to get we get to like you know if you go to I don't know if you guys know this. We should probably say this for our listeners, right? You get like a 20% off if you're a projector on the, uh, what's it called? On the, what did Jovian you find out? Jovian Archive. Yeah. yeah, Amy and I were talking about that. So, right. But generators, you get to play into this a little bit too, because you are not initiators. And although, no, like, we're not going to say wait to respond. We're not going to tell generators that. We don't want to like say the word wait, really, because like Amy said, you have this sacral, you have, and a lot of you have like root, you know, root deficits. You could have, you could have an emotional, you could have four motors as a generator, right? And, and have the, the will and the, my daughter all has it. all four motors. You're tough. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I mean, think about I it from that imagine. perspective, you know, yeah. if it, you know, you're going to want to initiate. I know, you're but you're going to think you want to do, anyways. But isn't that diluting the power of Absolutely. the fact that everything that is meant for you is coming to you, beautiful generators? One hundred percent. And so, if you're focusing on initiating, what are you fucking missing? Like you're missing exactly. all of the flow. Exactly. So exactly. It takes you out of that. You know, I mean, everybody has their lane. Exactly. So much so, and that's why. Yeah, that's why it reminds me a little bit of the projector game here um you know if we're too busy doing i miss insights and awareness if generators are too busy initiating 
they miss all the things that are right around them to respond to that, that their beautiful uh, magnetizing aura is bringing in all the time. And uh, another thing that we talk about for generate, like if you, and maybe, maybe this could be a refocus. If you're a generator listening that likes to initiate their way through life or not likes to has been conditioned to initiate their way through life. Because I don't know that any of us really like to do things this way. I didn't, I didn't like the fact that I was, living life at like a thousand miles per hour right that's what i was conditioned to do most of mine and uh but if you're a generator out there and you're you've been conditioned to initiate and that's a hard thing for you to break which it is i mean it's i'm still learning how to break that a little bit too you know there are times where i really want to initiate something um and uh i am learning the dance that it takes for me to to how to you know, bring that thing to me instead. I don't need to bust my ass and work and try and initiate this thing and come up with a strategic way. That's not my way, right? I'm learning that for me. And generators, you get to learn how to respond. And the reframe that I would invite is you're set up, right, to initiate. That's what you want to do. That's what you're used to doing. And so you get this like notion and you want to initiate it. What if, like, the reframe I'd like to offer is what if? Instead, in that moment, you catch yourself, right, trying to do the initiating that you're used to doing, that you've been conditioned to do, that you've learned how to do, that you've been shown to do. And in that moment, instead, you pause and you look around and you say, where in my life right now can I remove things or um, stuff that's, that might be taking up space in my magnetic aura field because if you're a generator or a mansion but a generators we're talking about right now you know i would love for you to you know think about it in terms of the more space that you make um in your awareness around you uh the more the things will become apparent that are there for you to respond to. So you get this notion of initiating something, right? Instead of going forward and figuring out how I'm gonna initiate this thing and we're gonna figure out how we're gonna do it and the way that you maybe maybe have usually done things, if instead in that moment you stop and you say, okay, this is the thing I wanna do, right? I wanna initiate this thing, I want this thing, right, to happen. But instead of doing the normal initiating steps that I do, I'm gonna instead be a little bit more, proactive in a different way what I'm gonna do instead is kind of take stock in what I've got going on where can I cut out some space and get rid of something that I'm just kind of still committed to because I feel like I should be or like I could be or like I have the energy and and I'm gonna cut that thing out and I'm gonna trust that by doing that something's gonna come into my awareness to respond to that's gonna get me to that thing that I'm trying to initiate the shit out of right So it's almost like you get to cut the struggle steps this way. You don't have to push and grind and gear and um, come up with ways to make the thing happen. Instead, what I'm offering is here, like, you know, what we're offering is um, if instead you um, pause, take some, some moments to yourself, right? And then kind of evaluate what's going on around you. Where can you make space? What are you still giving energy to that you needn't anymore, that you're just doing it because you should or could or feel obligated or, you know, think nobody else is going to get it done if you don't or any of those conditioning things, right? And what can I cut out in that in, in around me? What can I make space for? And where can I make space to just instead, I don't know, go cook something if that's the thing that turns your sacral on or go whatever or just whatever, do nothing. Have some just time to do nothing, right? Maybe a generator wants to sit around and do nothing too. I don't know. Um, but And then in that moment, you're cutting out things that you're overcommitted to, that you've been steadily obligated to or whatever. And by doing that, you're making space in your magnet to bring in the things to respond to, to make the thing that you're initiating happen, happen. I hope that that makes sense, but that's the refocus that, or the reframe or the, like the, the, the new way that I would invite you to try and experiment with, um, and maybe just see what happens. Maybe see if it gets to be easier that way, you know, and then you get to really notice the things to respond to because they're there generator. I promise. I promise they're going to show up for you. Just like the invitations show up for projectors response is everywhere for you so let it be there for you and you don't have to initiate it gets to be easier right
uh, it just gets to be easier. Like you always say, I feel like too mm -hmm. for generator types and they're told we're, they're not, we're not, we're not sold this idea of trusting in the fact that they're, that you're going to have things to respond to. Like we're not sold that we're sold. Like you better um, figure out what you want to do and make it happen. Exactly. You know? Yes. We're sold and the, that. And the, and the thing is, is that, you know, having it could be happening defined, already. Yeah. Right? The like, world defined, they could. But I, right. just, but I think it's going to lead them to that path of frustration versus satisfaction. So much. And so much. It's going to lead to burnout. It's going to lead to them missing that out on that flow, which, you know, we want to be on your energetic ride. If you're not riding the wave in the way that you're meant to, and us witnessing the flow of what's meant to come to you, we're going to miss our boat too. Yeah. And I just, I would really encourage you to think about uh, your word of satisfaction generator, like how, where are you satisfied and where um, are you really pushing and stuff because yes. that's probably where you're initiating you know yes. where satisfaction comes easy you know it doesn't take a lot to be satisfied get a good meal in your belly you're satisfied get a good wow. workout in you like to work out you're satisfied you can do those like those little things are the things that those like you indulging in the satisfaction of response for your body as a generator are really the ways that you bring that your aura lights up Thing. Yes. Somebody walks into your life that offers you an opportunity. Yes. You don't have to go and initiate a job and a whole job Push search. And a thing. Yep. Yeah. You don't, I mean, you can't do it both ways. That's my other advice though is like, I I'm like, you know, you don't, don't, you don't have to believe anything I say, try both ways and see which way pans out better for you sometimes, you know, yes. play with it. Uh, this idea of like, really like just kind of throwing the talent for initiating, like just, forgetting all that um when when i see generators living into that and just like really following their like oh, little satisfactions day to day sometimes you know it's it's quite lovely for man gens too but um but yeah i just uh taking that word and like let like let's let the manifestors initiate and uh, and we'll we'll all the other types can just sprinkle in initiations here and there of little sorts, but like, really let's leave the big stuff to that because it's just easier. Like you said, we don't have to get in each other's lanes. It gets to be easier. Yes. You know? And, um, and yeah, so I think, um, that was all of them. We did. Yeah, huh? That was all of them. And I, and I do think we will add a little trigger warning just because, you know, you guys witnessed me getting hot and bothered. <laughs> word conforming but you know that just tells you how much it does resonate that it is it is something that's conditioned that is out of alignment so exactly exactly and we're just yeah. offering that you play around with these things and yes. just you know start to notice and become aware and absolutely you know, where in your life are you settling as a projector yeah uh right where are you people pleasing and staying quiet as an mg where are you conforming as a manifester yeah. Where are you showing attachment as a reflector and where are you initiating as a generator? Yeah. Just start with that one question and see what comes up. Yep. It's a really cool place to look because it, and, and, and Hey, guess what else? You don't have to do anything about it. You can keep on keeping on. But, um, I, I would think that just by writing the question and noticing and bringing awareness, we love that word to the areas of your life where this other word, like settling in my case is showing up, just bring awareness to that. Get that shifts things for yeah. us guys. That it's shifts right. things yeah. in our perspective for us, yeah. right? Play with it. That's why we love this stuff so much, I swear. Yeah. <laughs> I say that all the time. Once you shine yeah. a light on it, you can no longer be unaware, right? right? So then in that moment, when you do become aware, you have a choice. And sometimes when we um, haven't created awareness around it yet, you don't feel like there's a choice because you're not aware. <laughs> right. So, right. Um, and, and, and yeah. And it's like, it's just not, it's just not even about doing, you know, which, which I just love as a projector, you could just bring awareness to it. Yeah. And, and sometimes not do anything. I, I mean, at least I, I, I do that all the time. There's, there's moments of my day to day that I literally don't change anything. Like I'm not doing anything different than 
than before. All I'm doing different is bringing awareness to it. That's it. To the behavior, to the pattern, to the thing, to the event, to the experience, to the person, to the way I'm feeling in my body, to any of it. That's the only difference. And then I'd probably go home and do the same thing that I would have done before the awareness. But in that moment, that one little moment where I had the awareness, something shifts yes, it does. in your in your real life and you don't have to do anything. I swear. It's not a secret guys. It's just truth. Yeah. Try it out. Maybe. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Awesome. All right, guys, we love you so much. Thank you for listening. Thanks for being on this ride with us. We are endlessly grateful as we said, when we started this episode. So yeah. thank you. And reminding you to love yourself in all the ways, even yes. if you witness this conditioning in your life, it's okay. Now yes. Choose what you do with it. So absolutely. All right. Until next time. Bye for now. All right. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. We hope you found it inspiring and digestible. If you like what you heard, it would mean a lot to us if you'd take a moment to follow us so you'll be notified when new episodes are released. And if you're feeling really generous, please share and review our podcast as long as it's a five-star review. Otherwise, never mind. Maybe just keep that to yourself. And lastly, if you're new to human design or just curious to learn more about your own, Amy and I both have offerings for that. We also have an extensive human design community that we belong to. So if we don't feel like the right fit, we can certainly guide you to someone who is.